Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 29, 2021, the vape or not to vape edition. We begin with that as our lead story. The vaping company Juul has agreed to pay $40 million to settle North Carolina vaping case. Agreed to pay uh, this money to settle the first spate of lawsuits brought by state and localities claiming the e-cigarettes marketing practices fueled widespread addiction to nicotine among young people and created a new public health problem. Settlement allows the company to avoid a jury trial as the FDA is deciding whether its company's vaping products can stay in the market. The company had urgently sought the settlement, but the deal removes just one of numerous legal actions against it. Thirteen other states have similar actions. Uh, From the Wall Street Journal, the government's lawsuit against Facebook over antitrust claims was thrown out by a federal court. The judge dismissed the antitrust lawsuits by both the FTC and most states against Facebook in a major win for the company. The judge granted Facebook's request to dismiss the FTC and state attorneys general lawsuits in uh, December, and the dismissals came in a pair of rulings before any pretrial proceedings had progressed. The judge said the FTC's lawsuit was illegally insufficient because it didn't plead enough allegations to to support monopolization claims against Facebook. It did give the FTC 30 days to refile. However, when it came to the state lawsuits, those were based, uh, dismissals was based largely on statute of limitations claims that the states waited too long. The cognizant imbroglio continues in India as Larson and Tubro has told a U.S. court it cannot be made a party to an ongoing case against two ex-cognizant executives over an alleged $2 million bribe paid to Indian government officials to receive building permits for the company's IT services campus. L&T, which is the firm's IT construction partner, was responding to a motion filed by cognizant president and former chief legal officer that it should have to produce documents. Interestingly, their argument was that because L&T had cooperated with the Department of Justice, it had subjected itself to U.S. jurisdiction. Certainly interesting. From the Investigative Consortium of Investigative Journalists, a story that a Dutch court sides with a report calling the Dos Santos-linked energy company purchase an act of corruption. The Dos Santos partnership with an Angolan state oil company should be null and void regarding the purchase of the uh, Portuguese company uh, Exum Energy BV. So interesting that the Dos Santos are still, the uh, journalists had filed, (coughs) or rather prepared a lengthy investigation detailing how the Dos Santos had corruptly uh, arranged to buy the company, particularly using purloined funds from the country of Angola. So it may be that the uh, Dos Santos Empire is slowly but surely crumbling. It's going to be interesting to see how this proves going forward 
And if you've done business with Sonagal, uh, my only suggestion would you be for you to be scrub your uh, deals as closely as you can to see if there's any indicia of corruption that you need to further investigate. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.